Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The thirteenth branch of Iman is faith that one must have tawakkal on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most high. Iman that one must have reliance, trust and dependence on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran al-Kareem, وَعَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And on Allah should the believers rely. And another verse, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is enough for us. Hasbunallahu. And a fine guardian wa ni'mal wakil. Another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you are believers. And another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That whosoever relies on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be sufficed by him. Allah brings his command to pass. Sayyidina ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu narrates hadith in Bukhari and Muslim. That the Sahaba Kiram radiallahu anhu asked the Prophet some concerning the 70,000 mu'mineen who will enter Jannah without hisab. And the Prophet responded that they are those who do not, they are those who do not resort to cauterization or the use of unlawful charms or divination but relied on their Lord instead. Reliance on Allah is to hand one's affairs over to Him and to have trust in Him while taking into account the causality which He has preordained. Sayyidina Abdullah bin al-Zubair radiallahu anhu narrates uh, that the Prophet said, It is better that one of you should take a rope and go to the mountains and return with a load of firewood on his back, which he then sells to become self-sufficient, than that he should beg from others who may give something to him or may not, Bukhari and Muslim. Al-Makdam radiallahu anhu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, The best food anyone can eat is that which his own hands have brought forth. The Prophet Dawood used only to eat from the money which he himself had earned, narrated by Bukhari. Imam Junaid Baghdadi says that he heard that Asari criticizing the custom of sitting about in the Friday masjid, saying that those who have turned the masjid into a market have no way out. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq anhu said that your deen is for your future life and your mal, your money is for your dunya. There is no good in a man, your money is for your risk. There is no good in a man with no money to his name. Al-Fudayl ibn Ayyad once said to Abdullah ibn Mubarak rahimahullah, You demand zuhud of us. You demand that we should be abstinent. Yet you import merchandise from the land of Khurasan to Mecca. Why do you enjoin us to do something that you yourself avoid? And he replied, I do it to preserve my izzat, my honor, and to assist myself in obeying my Lord. And Fuzail said to him, O bin al-Mubarak, that is a fine thing indeed, if it has such results. The first thing is tawakkul. Tawakkul means to have deep reliance and trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to leave all your affairs to Him, because your proper iman is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-mutawakkil, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that being who one can ultimately rely and depend on, that He is our wakil, that He is sufficient for us. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone has the ability, the power, and the ability to help us. Iyaka nasta'een means tawakkul. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you and you alone do I turn to after I make use of the asbab in this world. Other than the apparent means, it's you alone that I turn to. I do not turn to any charms or any jinn or any amliyat. I turn only and only to you after making use of anything in this world. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates, and this is why Imam al-Bihaqi is included here, he relates tawakkul to iman, in kuntum mu'minin, that if you are people of iman, then bring the sifat of iman, and those people who really have iman bil ghayb, believe in the unseen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they believe in his unseen power, his unseen madad, his unseen nusrat, 
and they did tawakkul upon him, rely upon him. This notion of uh, this hadith about the 70,000. So there's a hadith from the Prophet ﷺ that 70,000 mu'mineen will enter Jannah without hisab. Allah Muhaddisin said that, that 70,000 can be a specific set amount. Sometimes the number 700, 700, 70,000, some of these numbers come in the Qur'an al-Kareem. Some Muhaddisin view this just means a lot, a large plurality. 700, a small plurality, 70,000, a large plurality. Allahu Alam, but there will be some people who will be able to enter Jannah without having to go through Hisab. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His mercy will bestow upon them the Sawab of admission into Jannah immediately. So the Sahaba asked the Prophet that who are such people? So he said that they are those people who only rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not engage in any type of black magic, tarot cards, predicting the future, any such thing, astrology, horoscope, right? Any such thing to determine their life, but rather they rely on their Lord instead. So the notion is the kamal mutawakkilin, and in the Allah yuhibul mutawakkilin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has love for the people of tawakkul. What does this mean? So Imam Bihaqi makes it very clear. Reliance on Allah is to hand one's affairs over to Him and have trust in Him after taking into account the causality, which means after making use of the asbab. There's a misconception that tawakkul means tarki asbab. Tawakkul does not mean to leave the asbab. That I do nothing and I trust that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to me. Or I travel without any provision. The other day we were doing surakaf. And Sayyidina Musa alayhi when he travels, he takes provision with him. So the notion there is that if the Nabi of the time, when he makes a journey, takes provision with him, and there's not khilaf i tawakkul. Actually, that is the sunnah of the anbiya, that they made use of the asbab. Right, and this is a sunnah that the Prophet taught the Sahaba Kram radiallahu anhu ajma'in to make use of the asbab. But after you've done your best, after you feel honestly you can say that I've done everything that I can, then you have absolute faith and yaqeen that Allah, that Ya Allah, now I ask you to do everything that you can. I've done whatever is in my ikhtiyar, but I'm naqis. And now I turn to you, Allah, you are mukhtarikul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is You have the complete power, I ask you to do what you may. And this is why the Prophet the Sadith in Bukhari says that Sayyidina Dawud used to only eat from the money which he himself had earned. So kasb halal, risk halal, to earn yourself your halal livelihood and to eat from that, that is the asl. It's only if for some reason, some extreme reason you are unable to do so that you may live on the charity of others. Right? Then this is what uh, Imam Junaid here, that Imam uh, Asari saying, that they have turned the masjid into a market. What he was referring to is this custom of people sitting around in the masjid after Jummah and engaging in business inside the masjid, right? Uh, and another view of this is that they've turned the masjid into a market, meaning that they sit around in the masjid after Jummah and there were fakirs and they would just expect people to come and give them money because they've chosen to sit there for some time after Jummah. So rather know if a person has the ability, again, they must earn their own livelihood. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq said that even though your deen is for your akhirah, earning mal in this world in a halal way is for your risk. And there is no good in a man with no money to his name. This is not glorifying the rich. What he's saying is that there is no khair in somebody who has the ability to earn risk and does not do so for himself. Just like we have to seek the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to also seek the risk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more and you seek it, and if your niyat is to do so in a halal, tayyib way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, al-Kareem, riskan halal and tayyibah, not just halal, 
but also tayyib. Now halal is farz. That's shariat. And tayyib is the murad of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's ihsan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us. That's the Quranic mijaj. And he says in the Quran, inna Allah yuhibbul muslimin. He loves the people who go for ihsan. Then the last statement is by Abdullah ibn Mubarak, rahimahullah, very famous tabi. Very famous tabi. And he wrote a book, which is still printed and available, called Kitab Zuhud, in which he gathered all of the sayings of the Prophet ﷺ and some sayings of the Sahaba Kiram on Zuhud, which means that you should not have love for the world. And Sunan Fadil ibn Ayaz, another tabi, went to him and said that you've written this book, Kitab Zuhud, but at the same time you're a big tradesman and you bring all these caravans from Khurasan to Mecca. So where's the Zuhd? Right? So Abdullah bin Mubarak said that I do this to preserve my izzat. Because my izzat lies that I should not have to beg in front of others. My izzat lies that because I'm able, I must earn rizq halal on my own. And this is not in any way khilaf al-tawakkul. It's not khilaf al-zuhd. It's not against zuhd or abstinence or being not greedy for this world to earn a lawful living. So he said, I do it to preserve my honor. And the second he said, and to assist myself in obeying my Lord. Because if I settle the affairs of my dunya, I will be able to be focused on my Rabb and my Akhirah. And you should know that as a lesson that that person who is unsettled in his dunya, and is worried and is stressed out and is tense in his dunya, it's very difficult for that person to be settled in their deen. You will find many times some of us don't have istikamat in our deen just because we don't have istikamat in our dunya. If you're lazy about your studies or about your responsibilities, that laziness is going to spill over and you're going to become lazy about our ibadat and our duties to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those people who are more disciplined in their dunya, they can become more disciplined in their deen. So Fazel responded to him and said, Oh, bin Mubarak, that is a fine thing indeed if it has such results. Right? So having tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is part of our iman. And we should always think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you alone have the power ultimately to help us to save us from fitna, to save us from fasad, to save us from the shah of our own nafs, the shah of shaitan. This is the meaning of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all of us the people of tawakkul. Wa akhirat da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.